Well, welcome to another Uplift podcast from Get Up and Do Something. Today, we've changed things a little bit. Instead of our regular Get Up and Do Something um, staff interviewing different people, we've decided to change the tables or turn the tables. And I, as Dr. Peterson, who, who runs Get Up and Do Something, have are going to interview our three staff, which we have here today, which is Emily, Bree, and Angelina. And our topic today is dating. So we're really going to be talking about uh, their perceptions of what the dating scene is like and also to get their input, advice, candid opinions, and otherwise thoughts related to dating today. So with that, let's go ahead and get started. Okay. So the first question I have for you is this. What is the dating scene like today and how would you describe it? I think the first thing that comes to mind is all the apps that people use for dating now. And that's kind of the the way that people meet each other is through these different apps like Tinder, Hinge, Bumble. There's a bunch of them. So, so people meet each other online mm-hmm. as opposed to in person. Yes, but it's not necessarily like online dating like Cupid or whatever. It's that swiping, you match within the same location. It's a little bit more casual, I think. Wait, a little more protected, a little safer? Well, I wouldn't say safer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's the right word. But yeah, it's and some of them, they all have different kind of formulas, right? So some yeah. of them are based on, do you have the same friends? Exactly. Like, are you in the same area? Kind of, you can set the ages. For so, so you're actually ages. looking for online for people instead of actually meeting them in person, you're looking at their profile and going through and either swiping left or swiping right, depending on whether they're acceptable or non-acceptable. Well, how does that actually work? Is that actually productive? Is that actually helpful? I think it depends on which way you look at it. Um, you know, it's. I feel like maybe it's just hard for people in our generation to meet other people because we're so used to using our phones. So, you know, you can't go out and, like, strike up a conversation with somebody at the coffee shop. People just don't do that anymore. I feel like they used to. Yeah. So you do, so the, the people have lost the art of just striking up or engaging or starting a conversation. 100%. Yeah. And I wonder I wonder if it's they've lost the art of striking up the conversation. So I, Angelina said that like people just don't do that. So I wonder if it's people just don't do that or people are scared to because like she said this technology and social media, everyone's always online, you know, you're hidden behind your phone, so you're more confident um in conversating that way. So it's not even just the dating apps. People will um, communicate with others to go out on dates and express that they like someone even through um, social media apps like Instagram. We have the term sliding in the DMs. <laughs> um, Do you know what that is? No. What yeah. is? <laughs> Emily, would you like to explain sliding no, in the DMs? Explain that. Um, so sliding in the DMs. So DMs are direct messages that um, you can send someone a message on Instagram. So that's what people will do. They'll they can find you on mm-hmm. social media and contact you through there. Um, and so if someone you don't even know contacts you, how do you handle that? Well, it depends. It depends right. on how you feel about them. <laughs> right. Because it definitely can come off as creepy. Oh, and there I've had the creepy ones. Right, yeah, right. More often than not, yeah. if you don't know them and they decide to slide into your DMs, they tend to be a little, eh, I don't know about that. Right. 
Mm-hmm. So you're t- so you're actually people are reaching out to you online or direct messaging, yeah, in order to make an, a connection with you, and that to me sounds from my generation sounds very impersonal, and also a little scary in the sense that you've got someone you don't even know who's reaching out to you. You don't have a chance to like meet them in a safe area or see them in a different social situation. Mm-hmm. So it's somewhat risky, isn't it? It's also pretty superficial. Yeah. And that's the same thing with the apps as well is maybe they have a little bio or a quote about them. You learn a tiny bit about them. But for the most part, it's really about how you look. Well, how accurate is it too? I mean, you talk about looks, but how accurate is their bio? I mean, you could say anything. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So really, it's sort of a dishonest dating scene. Is that a a way to describe it? Or is it you said superficial? Uh, but because people are just looking at people's photos, and if you have a good photo, I guess you're you're you get you get swiped. What is it, right? Right? If you do accept um, and left, if you But anyway, my my point point is this: is this is even dating relevant today? If you think about dating, is it even relevant yeah. for for young people today? You know, I I want to say that it is for some people i know brie is in a relationship but and like emily but i feel like some people especially college age they just don't date Mm -hmm. and i don't know i can't speak for people after college i mean so what does it mean to date i mean that's a one thing i mean it means things different things to different people but what in your mind does is dating mean what 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 would you describe as a date versus something that's not a date i think each of us probably have different ideas on what that is yeah we can go around (laughs) go ahead Um, my first thought was dating is getting to know someone I think expectations when you date are different than if you're in a serious committed relationship with someone or if you're very casual and hooking up with someone but I think dating is that weird time period where you get to decide is this person compatible for me um and kind of testing out and doing different things. Like, can you, I don't know. I think a big sign is if you can drive in the car together and give each other directions. I think that says a lot about how you can kind of work in a relationship. Um, does a person get frustrated? Are you able to com- communicate in a way that makes sense for them? So your ideal date is to go on I-95. <laughs> I think that's a good, I think that's a good experience to have someone before you take that next step and get really serious. And for me, I think dating are those kind of experiences um, mm-hmm. where you kind of get to weigh the pros and cons and make those decisions. What do the other two of you think? Is dating relevant today, Bree? Um, I, you know, it really depends. I think in this generation, it's becoming irrelevant. So even during that time when people are um, trying to get to know each other, you know, mm-hmm. during that dating period. Just what goes on during that period isn't the same as before. So, you know, in the past, um, a a guy would take a girl out on a date, whereas now that might just be hanging out in a dorm or something. It's really changing. Um, But I. It sounds, that sounds very like uh, no effort put into it. Yeah. And so it's just, if it's convenient, if you're convenient and we can hang out together, I guess we're dating. Is that correct? Yeah. Versus, and that, that seems to be somewhat. Uh, if you're no effort in a date, how would they make an effort in, say, a long-term relationship? Is that a concern? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, for me personally, that'll be a huge concern if you want to take me out on a date and you're 
like, well, let's hang out in my dorm. Mm, no, <laughs> you're out. I'll take you're the off my list, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, but like you said, that that convenience really starts. It shows starting with like how you get, how you meet the person mm-hmm. and get to know the person. You know. Mm-hmm. Well, so what do you dislike most about the way dating is happening today? If I were to ask you what you really don't like about it, what would you say? I personally, so me, the type of person I am in my personality, um, I'm very outgoing. I like to be, I like to meet people in person. Um, I like to speak to people directly. So um, I think that is like, you know, if we can go back to the time where people are, it's more common for people to speak to someone else or walk up to somebody else in person at a bar, or at a restaurant, coffee shop, whatever it is rather than just online. But, you know, that's just the culture today. So can't really help. That's what everyone's doing. So even if you're the type of person that likes to do that, it's mm-hmm. it's hard to do it because that's just what everyone. Well, you see in a college doing. environment, a lot of uh, you're here among people your same age. And so there's more interaction with people your same age. So there seems to be a little more natural opportunities for people to say, go up and say, hey, how are you doing? My name is whatever. And then make an introduction, which is quite simple to do. But once people leave college and they're in, let's say, non-university or college settings, and you're, you're maybe you're the only young person that's there and someone comes up to you, then it's a totally different context. And it's almost, it, does it, how does that, I mean, because, and people are finding once they leave college, it's very difficult to get to know people. Mm-hmm. So what do you say about that? Mm-hmm. The first step, how do you get to know someone once you leave college? I mean, what would you suggest that they do? Oh, wow. I don't know. Am I, I know. I'm still in college. <laughs> I, I can say that my friends that have graduated that are looking to get into relationships, um, they do say, they're like, oh, if you don't meet somebody in college, like, you're, I'm never going to be anybody. Right. Which, is which is scary. Which is not true. <laughs> but um, that's just how they feel. And it may be because one of the reasons is that kind of situation when you're no, you're no longer around this group of people, um, your same age and um, same interest, same generation as you. Now you're out in, out in the wild. Right. <laughs> well, let me ask you this question too, because um, a lot of guys, they're, they, they, you know, they're a little bit worried about going up and asking a girl out just yeah. because of hashtag me too and other things. They're worried about being seen as sort of overly creepy. creepy. Yeah. Um, but, they, but do you also think that women sort of expect guys to ask them first? Or do you think it's switched right. where women are feeling that empowered for lack of a better term to go out and ask a guy out and say, Hey, would you like to go out for coffee or would you like to, you know, do something? What do you think? I mean, is it, is it easy to do or is it, what do you think, Emily? I don't know. The first thought that comes to my mind is for those apps and stuff. I think it might be a little bit more equal. I think girls might feel more comfortable maybe initiating, mm-hmm. asking someone to actually go out on a date in person though. I don't know. I personally, I would much rather have a guy come up to me, mm-hmm. um, which I think is more, I don't want to say natural, but I think that would be more likely to happen. Well, I think it's a kind of an honor. Is it not when a guy comes up to you and asks you and he's, he, you know, I want to get to know you. It's, yeah. it's kind of flattering, right. even though they may be creepy. It's, right. you know, and sometimes guys don't know what to say. They just are, don't know what to do. They see a girl that they really find attractive or whatever they're attracted to. And they don't know what to say. 
right? So what do you, how do you respond to that in a nice way, say, as a, as a female to a guy who comes up a little bit awkward, doesn't know exactly what to say, but he's dem- de- definitely demonstrating some interest in you as an individual. You blow them off and you say, um, oh, you know, what's your sign? My exit? <laughs> so my weakness is that I'm too nice. So I would probably keep on going with the conversation and then dig myself into a hole <laughs> and then have to have like my friends rescue me. So that's usually what would happen because okay. I can't be mean. Mm-hmm. But um, also it's kind of scary yeah. or a little, it can be a little uncomfortable, even if yeah. whether you're into the person or not. Um. Yeah. But also, too, girls tend to hang out in groups when they go out. Mm -hmm. And guys are trying to peel them off, the one that they're trying to ask out, to get them sort of um, isolated so they can ask them privately about something. So do do girls utilize the group effect to kind of feel comfortable? And what do you think about a guy going up to you in a group of your friends and and saying, hey, I'd like to get to know you or we ever thought about going out for coffee? What would you say about that? Brave. That never happened. <laughs> I feel like that would have to give him credit for it because that's pretty brave, especially with a group of friends. I mean, we don't purposely go out in a group of friends just to, you know. Seem unapproachable. Right, seem unapproachable, but it's more just like to have fun or just be with each other. And mm-hmm. then if somebody comes up and tries to get in with that group, that's, you know. That's... Well, to kind of take, go on this, you're talking about dating and you were talking about a little bit about the introductions here. And it's about a little bit about it's kind of awkward and people really don't know what to do. But on the flip side of this, or to think about this a little bit different, what do you think wish or what do you wish dating was seen as today? What do you wish that your peers would think about or approach dating? How would you like that to be? You know, I, I'm an old soul. I always like watching the older movies, but I always liked the way it was in the 50s or the 60s and somebody asked you out and they're like, oh, we're going steady. I think it's cute. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I'm not maybe exactly like that, right. but just a little bit more acceptable, socially acceptable, not socially acceptable. It's not even the right term. Just like the social norm mm-hmm. for it yeah. to be a social norm again. Because right now I feel like it's more of just like, you know, you're hooking up and then kind of it transitions into some way you're in a relationship and then defining the relationship and then you're dating. So but it's very amorphous. There's no yeah, real pattern no, to right. it. Mm-hmm. And it seems to be almost a lazy approach to getting to know to someone. No, get to know someone is I, I, I ask you out because it's convenient. We don't really go anywhere because it was just hang out in my dorm. And let's watch Netflix or something. And then it sort of naturally just spirals into a nothingness where either one isn't really making an effort to, to actually make the relationship grow, get some kind of depth, take them on I-95 and right? see how they drive. <laughs> I mean, Blindfold them, tell yeah. them where to go. But, but I mean, when you look at this, so you're, you're essentially saying that you want dating to be more traditional in the sense that someone asks you out, they actually make a plan. Right, and say, hey, let's go out for coffee. I'll meet you on Thursday at 2 o'clock in the afternoon at this particular establishment. And that way it's actually set up. And then mm-hmm. people can actually prepare for it, either in terms of grooming and dress and you know, um, altering their schedule to, to fit it in. And so it actually has some substance to it as opposed to, oh, we're standing next to each other in line. Oh, what are you doing tonight? I don't know, nothing. Let's go back to my dorm and watch TV. Right. Or something that seems rather, rather um, kind of uh, nonchalant or um, no effort being made. So what to kind of ask you this and what do you think women expect from a date? 
what do you think they would expect from? So a guy wants to know, he asks you, well, what would you want from a date? Good conversation. Yeah. If you can't hold a conversation, then you can be as cute as you you can be. But if you can't hold a conversation, you can't talk about something that's like relevant, then it doesn't have to even be like super deep, but just something interesting. Mm -hmm. So if I talk about myself all night, that would be okay? No. (laughs) (laughs) So you would have to talk about something like topics, shared interests, hobbies, you know. But still getting to know them. So Mm -hmm. obviously that's a little bit of talking about yourself at some points, Mm -hmm. but hopefully the other person is interested in that, right? Yeah. And also, do you think if they ask good questions, for example, rather than asking, where are you from? They follow up with, well, what was it like growing up in your town? Mm-hmm. Rather than just giving you the basics, it sounds like a, a profile that you would write online, asking yeah. them a little more interesting questions. So mm-hmm. from your standpoint, a guy who asks questions, shows interest, but the questions ask, actually get you to talk. Yeah. And it encourages the ease of conversation so you get to know each other or they at least get to know you. Right? So you about what you think about growing up or what was your family like? What was mm-hmm. it like having three siblings? Mm-hmm. Right? And you were the middle one. So what was it like with the middle child? You know, whatever it might be that mm-hmm. you have. And so you can talk about your experiences in your family and your and growing up in the school you went to and that kind of thing. So it sounds you get to know each other a little bit better rather than what are you doing? Right. right? What's your name? And let's hang out. And I right? think we've all heard yeah. those horror stories of the dates that are so awkward and mm-hmm. he didn't ask me anything. Like I had to hold the conversation. I think that's a pretty kind of a fear mm-hmm. if you go on a date. Like, am I going to have to carry this date on my back? <laughs> so you sit there eating at a meal and it's like, what are we going to say next? Because right. there's nothing to talk about. Right. So it's really the art of conversation is what you what you think is the one of the most important things to for a first date, let's say. Yeah. Okay, so we get to know each other and that type of thing. All right, yeah. what do you think men expect from a date? Mm. From a woman's point of view? <laughs> Somebody else can take the reins on this one. <laughs> we got other than sex, on we'll leave that out, right? But what do you think? Um, I feel like they would like to get to know who they're, you know, who they're working with as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, exactly that. They want to get to know. Yeah. Um, the girl and make sure she's not like psycho. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> yeah, they're sort of, well, looking at someone and they're saying, do I want to get to know you? Are you fun? Are you personable? Yeah. Are you someone that's not clingy? You know, all those types of things that guys would perhaps say, right. or will they worry about? Yeah. Are you a person that I, I get to know you once and I can't get rid of you ever right. again because right. you're always there, right? Yeah. Dependent personality <laughs> types, or even terms of uh, looking at um, someone who might be a, a hidden stalker as well. Right. Yeah. Right. So I think I'll both kind of worry about that. But in order to do that, you've got to get to know each other to find those things out. Do you think there's too much pressure on just having to date one person? Or do you think it, there is some wisdom in the notion of dating widely, as in getting to know lots of people and going on dates with diff- many different people to get to know other people? What do you think? It depends. Um the word dating is, is hard because everyone takes it differently. Yeah. Um, everyone defines it differently. So, you know, I mean, you have some people that think if you're dating someone, that means you're like in a relationship. And if I'm, if you're dating me, you need to only be seeing me and that's it. Whereas, you know, in other cases, if you're dating, like we said, you're getting to know the person, seeing if you're compatible with them. So, um, I mean, you can leave your options open. You need to, you can date other people as well to see um where things go with others uh but it, it definitely 
depends on your viewpoint of dating. And I feel like going on a date is different than dating. Yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm going on two dates next week. That would be Yay. fun. But, like, we're not dating. <laughs> I know. But we're, going, we're not dating. Right. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. like – Or it's – also then you have to define that, like, the exclusive thing. Well, exactly. What, how do you go from the transition from just going on a date, how do you know when it's dating? I think when it becomes consistent. Yeah. Consistent and it has to be mutual because, right. you know, there's a lot of times where people think, oh, we've been dating for, you know, we've been going on dates and hanging out with each other every day for the past three months. We must be exclusive. But you also have to make that communication right. with the other person because they might think, oh, I'm just mm-hmm. going on dates with you. I didn't think we were. Mm-hmm. I think it's a conversation you have to have at some point. Right. You kind of yeah. just say like, I don't know. Where is this going? Up. Right. Or like, yeah. are we just seeing each other? I don't know. Bring it up somehow. Yeah. Right. And I think that's yeah. probably a guy's biggest fear, but also what a girl, I don't know. I feel like guys are so afraid of that Commitment? conversation. Yeah. Yeah. I have to actually commit to you in, in long term. And, and guys do have that, that issue. They, they fear this a sense of uh, commitment that seems to be in the literature that seems to be out there a lot. The guys are sort of a little bit weary uh, or leery, I should say, of actually committing to one person. And a lot of this is, is that they that many guys think that because there's so many available women out there, that why should I just pick one? Oh. Mm-hmm. And, and mm-hmm. so there, that's sort of the idea that some men have. And hence, they don't want to commit because then it's like, well, I'm tied down. Right. But isn't a sense of maturity that willing to be responsible and being able to actually be committed is a sign of growth and adulthood. Mm-hmm, yeah. right? And so I think, do you think women are looking for that? Do you think they're sort of screening guys, as you will, to see whether they're just um, a player or are they actually someone who's um, mature? Well, I think for girls, that's why you see pretty often girls maybe date someone that's a couple of years older than them. Because, you know, if you're dating at least, I mean, Angelina and yeah. I are 23 or 24. Um, and if you're looking for a 24-year-old guy, they're in the mindset where I have <laughs> – all these options and I am not going to be tied down right now. So you gotta, you gotta go, I think at least two years older. Yeah. It's like a, I don't know, 16 year old and a 24 year old's body. Yeah. You know? yeah. Honestly. Honestly. That maturity level and they won't get to that right. maturity level until 30 anyway. So. Right. Yeah. So one of the things that, um, well, I, I want to kind of transition this a little bit. What would you describe again as the ideal first date? We talked a little bit about that. We didn't really go, but what would you say is the ideal? If I'm a guy and I'm trying to plan a date for someone that I'm attracted to, mm-hmm. what do you, what tips would you give? What would be some of the things that you would ask them and say, hey, this might work pretty well? I think it's a combination of two different things. I feel like dinner would be okay, like or something along those lines, something more casual. But I was thinking about this the other day, something that's kind of fun mm-hmm. that would take the pressure off of having to be so – sitting at a dinner table and staring at each other the whole time and eating. I agree. Like, uh, miniature golf was the first thing that came to mind. That was the first thing that came to my mind. <laughs> <laughs> right, buy stock and miniature golf courses. Okay. Yeah. Like, definitely a little, not, a movie, not, not the movies. Yeah, but, like, no. uh, something that involves maybe a little bit of physical activity so you can kind of just – an escape room. I don't know. A little like outside that. of your comfort yeah. zone so that you're doing something. If things do get awkward, okay, well – you know, at least you have something that's a little distracting from that and can take away from that. But also it kind of lets you see the person too. Are they willing to laugh at themselves? Are they willing to try something new? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I thought of any golf too. <laughs> First thing, what so, about you, Brie? Yeah, I think 
mini golf is a happy medium. Um, <laughs> there's always this debate about what's the best for a date, first date. Like, do you want it in a setting where you can, you know, really talk to the person, get to know each other? Do you want to be doing an activity um, where it kind of distracts you a little bit? So it takes a, takes mm-hmm. that ease off because it is the first date right. rather than like second or third. Um, but yeah, I think something like mini golf where you're doing a little activity is a good happy medium, but not something like at a movie theater in a concert where you can't talk to the person mm-hmm. sure. at all. Now, one of the things that, uh, you know, do you think that young adults today see hooking up and dating as the same thing? Because you've said those two and you've used them interchangeably. And my question is, what what is hooking up and what's dating? We talked about dating, but and are they the same thing or are they different? They're different. They're different. They're different. So what yeah. are they? So hooking up is more, uh, yeah. <laughs> hooking up this is, is more because than... the old guy is not too bright. And they have to explain this. So. Um, let's start with dating. So like we said, dating <laughs> is, um, you know, that getting to know mm-hmm. each other, getting to know the other person. You, while you're dating, you'll go on dates um, and things like that. Hooking up is very casual. That's that, like, we're just going to get together after we go out. At the end of the night, 2 a.m. call. <laughs> exactly. No, but that's and that's when you see them. When you're hooking up, you see them when you're hooking up, and you don't yeah. really see them outside of that. Yeah, it's not like you guys hang out during the day, go on dates and stuff. You're just, it's like scratching an itch versus <laughs> actually getting to know someone. The exactly. time has changed, too. The definition has changed. Because my mom will use it. I'm like, mom, that's not what I use. Hooking up, because we're the same age as your mother and I. So, I probably, say, so yeah. one of the things would be that it's about meeting someone just we're getting together or we're going to hook up at his in we'll meet each other at a shop but today it has a totally different sexual yes. connotation yes. Right? Yes. all right so when we look at um this um do you think that media and society and in your peers place way too much emphasis on sex as it pertains to dating i think that's changed a lot yeah, i, I think, think so. um there's less emphasis and it's okay to not have sex nowadays when it comes to relationships and dating um, I think in the past it was, you know, more prominent that, oh, you have to have sex. You, if you're a virgin, that's like a sin. But um, I think it's eased up a lot now. And, and I think with social media more puts an emphasis and I think there's more pressure to be in a relationship. And you see a lot more of that on social yeah, media. And yeah. it's like, look, at I have a boyfriend. I'm going to show this off. And that's kind of what you strive for relationship goals. Yeah. 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 Hashtag relationship goals. <laughs> so people have relationship goals. Can you explain that a little bit more? Because that's a foreign oh. concept <laughs> for me. So like when they have like a cute couple and they're like going on a cute date together and they take pictures and they're just, they make it good. They look good together. And it's, right. you know, you'll text your other friend and be like, Oh, look at Becky and, and Joe. <laughs> hashtag relationship goals. You know? Right. Right. Um, but it's just saying that, they have a relationship that you kind of admire. Yeah. And that's that's portrayed a lot on social media. I yes. think that's kind of So do you think that people are relying on social media to define what they think about dating and what their expectations are for dating? I wonder if it's from social media or just I don't know, the culture. I think it's less of social media and just more When you say culture, culture what do you mean, Brie? Um, so culture just meaning like what everyone else is doing in that generation, um, less of what they're doing on social media, but more of what they're doing in real life. 
But for us in our generation, a lot of that we get through social media. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's not exactly it's not one or the other. It's for us it's so intertwined. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. then it's displayed, it's done in right. person, and then it's displayed on through social media. So you're so what you're saying is, is is that young people today rely on social media a lot, both to get to know, because we started the podcast with you talking about social media as the means of getting to know someone. Mm-hmm. And then we talked, what was it, direct DMing? What is it? Uh, yeah, sliding, sliding. In the DM. <laughs> sliding in the DM. We talked about that. And we also talked about you guys looking and looking at each other's profiles to see what people are doing as sort of a measure of your own relationship um, growth in terms of your life. And so a lot of what you're doing is being defined by others rather than sort of a, a, a more of a self-generated, this is my expectations mm-hmm. of what I want to do and where I want to go in, in a relationship. So I think at this point, what we're going to do, we're going to stop and end this uh, podcast, but stay tuned for our next one where Emily Bree and Angelina are going to give their tips on dating do's <laughs> and dating don'ts. So this is Dr. <laughs> Peterson with the Uplift Con, uh, podcast for today.